Yeah, back on your ass again, and I am in here, and I'm ready to go, is the real truth, and I'm sitting next to my man, who still smells like the club. It's just a part of the lifestyle, man. It's a different cup, same drink, mm -hmm. same flow, we don't go. Mm. Mm. They're balls that you can blow, <laughs> <laughs> if you like this shit. What's up, y'all? I just ate me a cool, good plate from Tasty's. If you've never been, you should definitely go by there. Tasty Soul Food and Bar. It is on Augusta Road. Is it black owned? Yes. Niggas it's like a mom and pop place. I'm call my shit Tasty's. What are the I portions like? like? I mean, <laughs> I ate a lot. I mean, I had baked chicken, macaroni, double macaroni, yams. Mm. Cornbread, but they have a lot of stuff. They have about fifteen different meats to choose from, and about ten different sides. Mm -hmm. They sell crab legs on Fridays. Is it buffet? Mm -mm. Mm -mm. No, they Call like they have like. Oh. It's, yeah, it's it's an originally a grandma. She's passed away. Owned it. Passed it down to her kids. Her her daughter's running now. Okay, well, that's enough tasty. about tasty. Shout out to Shout tasties. Out to tasties. Mm -hmm. You know. Um, <clears throat> So, we're going to go ahead and get into this Carolina music review. We got uh, the Cream Team um, representing Lil B. Name of the song is... What was <laughs> Bust It Open. Bust It Open. Let's go. Yeah. Y'all know what it is, nigga. So, Street holiday shit. Street holiday shit. Stay y'all motherfucking ass off. Stay y'all motherfucking ass off. Nigga, know what it is. Ooh, Cream Team, bitch. We good. Celebrate, it's a street nigga holiday Hoes, yes, on set Go ahead and pop that pussy for a trap nigga We good, we straight Celebrate, it's a street nigga holiday Hoes, yes, on set Go ahead and pop that pussy for a trap nigga She gon' bust it open just because it's me I keep that gas, got that back, she know I'm in the street Took her to the trap, let her meet my brother and my Keep it gangster, she ain't fucking with no hoe niggas. You gotta have that bag, she ain't fucking with no broke niggas. I'm good, straight, got it out the mud. Went from broke to moving weight. Brand new chopper, let them hate. No more dapping niggas fate. I ain't slept in by the week. Same clothes, no sleep. Had to get it out the street. Bust it out the rapper, I'm a trapper. That's just how I eat. Hey, turn it up, Jew. I did this one for the streets. Love the way she bust it open. She a fool on that pole. Bust it open, baby. This one for my niggas down the road. In the trenches, still trapping. I'm just trying to move alone. We good, we straight. Celebrate, it's a street nigga holiday. Hoes, yes, on set. Go ahead and pop that pussy for a trap, nigga. We good, we straight. Celebrate, it's a street nigga holiday. Hoes, yes, on set. Go ahead and pop that pussy for a trap, nigga. I'm on deck. I'm up next, bust it open, for that check she graduated, top of class, but she low and I smack that ass, throwing rats, I got them stacks, we good, we straight, out the sewers of skyscrapers, trapping daily, my occupation, smoking grapes, I'm medicated, I ain't in the gym, but I'm moving weight, it's a trap nigga, holiday, pop a bottle, celebrate, for the hater, gotta think, bust it open, hit your drink, touch your toes, made it ass shake, only real niggas can't relate, trap 
celebrate. It's a street nigga holiday. Hoes, yes, on deck. Go ahead and pop that pussy for a trap, nigga. We good, we straight. Celebrate. It's a street nigga holiday. Hoes, yes, on deck. Go ahead and pop that pussy for a trap, nigga. So, um, yeah, we'll go ahead and hop right into it. That was Lil B. Um, Bust It Open, name mm-hmm. of the song. Uh, I will say this, man, um, about it. Uh, Lil B, that nigga be working. Um, he always got some shit going on. Um, I, I like his movement. I like what him and the cream team doing. Um, I also like the energy that nigga gives off. Real, real cool dude. Um, Last night was my first time actually like meeting him in person. You know what I'm saying? But I just I fuck with his energy. Um and I, I like how the song, you know, he just the shit sounds great in the club. You know what I'm saying? I, I like the way that shit was sounding. So, you know, I, I fuck with this track. Bust it open, <clears throat> Treacy. I like that. As in your next, not bust it open. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I liked it. I mean, yeah, I liked it. Bust That's it open it. for a trap nigga. Oh, okay. Yeah, I like that. I mean, I ain't have anything bad to say about it. That was a very dry endorsement. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, what's his name? Little B. I enjoyed Little, your song. I am Little a B in the ambassador. Yeah. yeah, I am a person that likes to dance in the club. So I like songs that make you dance, and and that was one of them. Don't shake your head, um, Dwayne. So yes, I, I liked it. I definitely stamped it. I was trying to find his his social media stuff. That's why I wasn't too. Enthused when I was talking about it. <clears throat> it's uh, that's it. The real yeah, little B. The real little B. That's mm-hmm. it. You got it. You found them very quick. You're very social media savvy. You, know, you, be, you be knowing some shit about social. Media. <laughs> you know how I can find motherfuckers' posts and they don't even know. Look at it. I can see. <laughs> she be know how to do all of the super secret shit. But what man, little B track. I like it. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, several several um, elements that was already brought up. The grind is there. He's consistent. Um, he shows love. He's very, very humble. Um, and his work ethic is consistent. So uh, I respect it. I respect the team. I'm like, I'm a big fan of um, all of the people I meet on from the bridge. Everybody I met from the bridge is uh, solid, you know, solid people. So, um, yeah. Shout out to Lil B. That's right. He did have the the white girl who you know was on the internet showing her uh, white ass cheeks with an I heart Lil B. Yeah, that's also a good lick. You know, her ass could look better, but hey, <laughs> she did that shit. I no, bet why you, you did that. On the white <laughs> no, I like <laughs> white women. I'm just saying the the heart would have been bigger if that ass just popped out a little bit more. That's all I'm saying. But hmm. shit, obviously she's a fan and she wanted to support. So great job. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Great. So last night's uh, engagements, um, pulled up at Club Lavish. You probably you got to start way before that. You can't just throw well, it lavish. And we're gonna keep it at a minimum today. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yesterday was kind of like a blur though. Like I didn't realize we drank so much yesterday, and. Um, in a nutshell, last night at Lavish, I will say, uh, you know, it was a lot of choosing going on. I'm very uh, appreciative of it. Um, there was uh, some nice little petite strippers. They had a did they did some stripping. They didn't get completely naked, but they were dancing and um, in underwear. Um, so I enjoyed that. Uh, 
what else happened there at Lavish? Oh, someone fell. <laughs> um, definitely enjoyed that. Uh, I, but the way I gauge how the night goes is if I have to sit down. So my homeboy that was with me, we kind of looked at each other at the same time. Like, hey, we got to go get a seat or else we about to pass out. Um, shit had got real, real fast. And, um, yeah, we just had to go find a spot and post up it. And then it was good. You know, Anderson did his thing, of course. And then um, yes. Nigga got an attitude at the end, like he wanted smoke, cause I wouldn't give him a ride. But I'm um, like, talking about he had gas money, like, well, fuck it, I don't care about that shit. Rolled one up on his ass and kept it moving. But, um. You should have yeah. just said, I'm sorry, you're a stranger. Shit, no, nigga, this is my car. I say what the hell I want to say. Just be. Get the hell from my car. Nah, but the <clears throat> reason you say it that way is not because, you know, you don't want to go ahead and bust their head, but you, you say it that way. They feel like they can try some more. And then you flip and go 180 degrees like, bitch, if you don't get the fuck away from my shit, and then you go red, they'll think you kind of like, you know, went 180 degrees with it. So you start off like, no, please, you're a stranger. Mm. Go away now. <laughs> yeah, so Anderson, what was your rundown, your takeaway of yesterday's um, events? I did, uh, let's see, I, I did a, a horrible job at moving. And getting more accomplished there. Mm-hmm. I did drink a lot. I um, didn't go to Lowe's like I planned. And uh, he's still drinking, by the way. Hey. I'm drinking <laughs> something. <laughs> I'll say that. Uh, it's a little bit of libation in my cup. A little adult tonic. Yeah. But, um, so I was at this video shoot. It was awesome. I, um, you know. Met some really positive people. It was for uh, Is the Real Truth, mm-hmm. an artist that I'm very familiar with. I like his music. Fuck that nigga. And uh, <laughs> he, he, uh, he's a very, very talented artist, but he can be quite an oh asshole. God. But yes, in the, ironically, I, I was saying that uh, he's very talented and he can be an asshole. He actually had me in a segment of the video where he basically kicked me the fuck out. <laughs> this nigga literally, the whole... I didn't even know this. I was just like, I'm going to support... You know, I didn't think I was going to even have an active part. He's like, hey, won't you come? You're in the video. You know, you're in it. I'm like, okay, what do you need me to do? Well, I need you to say a few words, and then I'm going to kick you the fuck out. Okay? <laughs> and then he just, we did a few takes of him kicking me the fuck out. He was like, "Wanna take your cup with you. You know what I'm saying? He said, you know, uh, Gave my motherfucking flip flops back because I was walking out with his flip flops on. I was like, no, fuck that. I mean, he just said all types of witty shit, kicking me this out nigga multiple was like, times. Man, fuck you. you so like, I was damn. like, if we're gonna keep doing this, every time we did a take, I just kept filling my cup up. You know, we we weren't even. He wanted to save the good vodka, and we drank the Tower of Power. <laughs> just, I tipped over the tire. Shit was amazingly robust and uh, <laughs> musky. And vodka. nigga was like, oh, that burnt my chest. I don't want no more of that. <laughs> and I kept getting more of that shit. Mm. So uh, that was fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, then pretty much, you know, uh, after that, it was about time to head to the club. Went to the club. Got some Chinese um, Chinese food. Side after bar. the club? All right. I, I, I went in between. Like I set up. Oh. Yeah, it was in between. I was to say, who the hell the Chinese restaurant was over there? Anyway, uh, the party, you know, um, by that time, I was tired, tired. Because the night before, like, you know, I DJ till 5 in the morning. I was already tired, tired. Um, so I just felt like I'm at a place now where I have to keep drinking to maintain my energy. Like, drinking wasn't oh bringing God. me up. Drinking was stabilizing me so I don't go down. Mm-hmm. So, um, 
the party was fun. You know, it was a nice vibe. It was a challenge because uh, it's always interesting. Like doing a club party is one thing, but when you do a club party for even a promoter and it's their birthday, which in this case it was, they want to hear their specific birthday songs. And your challenge as a DJ is whatever these songs are that he's putting in, you need to make a vibe where those songs sound good for at least the bulk of the party. You know what I'm saying? The bulk of the people in the club. So his list included, I actually wrote it down. It was it was quite robust. <laughs> so <laughs> this was the challenge I had to put these songs. I had to put these songs in. Some of the songs were cool, like, you know, uh, USDA hey, Quickie. Uh, he wanted that R. Kelly. He wanted that R. Kelly, I'm fucking you tonight. You can make that work. Uh, he wanted that road He track. wanted R. Kelly. I'm fucking you tonight, yeah. With Biggie, yeah. Yeah, mm. with Big, the B.I.G. Mm. Um, that's really Biggie song. People just you know, look at it as Biggie song. Yeah. He wanted that Roe James. He wanted Tupac, Picture Me Rolling. Mm. He wanted, uh, of course, the baby close friends. Uh, NBA but we started off, no, not the same. Okay, no, that's fine. Little baby. We no. started off as close friends. Yeah. Uh, he wanted that at the club. Yeah. Oh. Um, yeah, young boy, valuable pain, and he wanted Tupac Thug Passion. You had a tough time mixing all them in. I I, I did it. I, oh. It was tough. Like really, the, hard, <laughs> I the toughest it. the toughest one for me, honestly, was Thug Passion. And the reason it was tough is because a lot of these other songs you can get a vibe because there was an older it was some older people in there as well. Like it it was honestly a range. I would say there was some. There was some uncles in that motherfucker, so it was probably some like it was probably like four, late forties, early fifties. Yeah, you saw that nigga that was dressed like uh, a pimp. Tri- no, Trebet on Walker Texas Ranger. <laughs> <laughs> that nigga, yeah. I'm like, what the fuck? So we got those songs in. It was a fantastic time. Um, shout out to ZA. Party was lit. You know, had a fun time. So good Great vibes. Party, I, good I just kept, I just kept drinking. It was a difficult time. I ended up going to the QT, and while I was in the QT. Uh, there was two officers um, that were just there, and it was great, and and it was funny because um, I was there, and then what somebody the fuck was are like, "What you talking about?" Hold on, that's after the club. <laughs> I left and I went to the QT to get some gas, and then somebody walked by and was like, "You smell like you just smell like a smoke," okay. and the police are in there, and I'm like, "Well, I would because See, I, I got a kerosene left, here. I just fucking left the club." Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, that the the party had a potential to get all to a bad foot because we walked up and um, you know, I was like, yeah, we're. She was like, she was like, yeah, it's twenty. I was like, yeah, we're with DJ Rain. She was like, yeah, it's twenty. <laughs> oh, that was, was Bay like, Bay. Yeah, I was like, shout right, out to Bay Bay. I see what you did. All right, I already when I got there and I talked to her, I was like, they go. I, I already know where this is going. So I, I was like. Um, you were joking though, like if somebody say like, "Oh, I know DJ Ray," they're like, "Yeah, I know DJ Ray too." Well, <laughs> it's I'm, like, I'm like this motherfucker, but you know it was cool. So, um, Tracy, what? what did you do last night? You know? Oh, hmm. I went to Pretty Pearl last night. Um, me and some <laughs> of my girls <laughs> went to Pretty Pearl. We Pearls had, with the girls. We ordered a lot of food. We was ordered, it the fuck? Was it fuck? Steps? It was the fuck steps. Oh, yeah. Shit. We were originally going to Epic. Things just didn't pan out. I'm kind of glad we didn't go, though. It, it was, was a concert that I heard. I don't even know. Hey, your boy performed. Somebody performed. 
Mm. I don't know. No, no. It was just a lot of people from the stands wow. that I saw. So we just went to Pretty Pearl. We ordered. Let me tell y'all. We ordered crab legs, oxtails, rice and red beans, cabbage, jerk chicken. Cabbage. Um, what? Fr- chicken wings, fries, everything. We just how, had how many fuck steps were? Five. Feasting. Oh, that's enough. Five. That's yep. that's a fuck step <clears throat> feast. So listen, but we paid for nothing. <laughs> how did you do it this time? <laughs> this asshole. This, this time. <laughs> this asshole came to the bar and immediately, you know, you just try and start having a conversation. He was cool at first. Um, Omar was in there. Um, from <laughs> yeah, yeah. Shout yeah, out to okay. Omar. Shout out to Omar. But he was in there, and dude just kept talking about black women and how black women only. He was like the was dark he white? skin. No, he's black dude. He was like you know black women. You know they 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 just have the worst attitudes towards black men. I was ignoring him, and then he said, "And it's the darker ones." I said, oh, shit. What you mean? He yeah. said, like, women like you. Y'all are <laughs> white men. Damn. I said, I ain't never dated a white man in my life. So I'm still trying to ignore him. And then he says, black women is the biggest enemy to all black men. I said, how the fuck are you sitting here trying to talk to me? Ask me for my number to tell me I'm dark-skinned. So that means I don't really fuck with black men. I'm your enemy. And then he, he just kind of went on this rant about black women. So he asked you for women. your number. You know, he was trying to, originally he came at me trying to talk to, you know, oh, you're so beautiful, this and that. And then what made him mad was because I was just like, thank you. He said, oh, you wanted them. You just say thank you, but don't want to engage. You want a drink? Nah, I'm good. Oh, you too good for a black man money. If I was a white boy, boy, fuck you, for one. So after I read him for every piece of filth that he was worth, and there were curse words involved because he pissed me off. Because he started saying, oh, the white man is our oppressor. Mm. My word, shut the fuck up. I'm at a bar. I don't want to talk about being oppressed at the bar. If you want to talk to me, buy a drink or buy some fucking I'm oppressing food. myself. The in fuck? This bitch. So he said, he took close his eyes. He said, you right. You right. What y'all want to drink? We don't want shit. Pay for what we already got. So I told all my friends to hand us their receipts. He put it all on his tab. He paid for it. I told him the next time you try and holler at a black woman, maybe you shouldn't go off about how shitty black women are. He said, you right. That probably was a bad move. <laughs> Motherfucker, duh. I mean, that's how he was feeling. Like I don't you, give a fuck. Well, you kind of like bought yeah. into it because yeah, you, you had a shitty you attitude. Engaged, you so. engaged I didn't. No, when he first came, he was, we were actually having a calm, oh, calm he conversation. Cool he made and his pass, and I didn't respond how he felt that I should. And then he when was he like, said, you do you want a drink? Mode. I said, no, I'm okay, because I had already had three tequila sunrises. I, I was good. But because I turned his drink down, that's how y'all are. But if I was a white man who offered you drink, what? Mind you, it's a dude behind me in a wheelchair. We we tripping. Like, we we having a good time engaging with each other. And Why did and you have to <laughs> just point out the fact that this dude was in a wheelchair? <laughs> because he made it very well known that I'm in this motherfucker rolling. What's up? <laughs> the dude who paid? <laughs> who was in a wheelchair. It was a dude. He was like, you know how a wheelchair, they, he was making his own jokes about himself. But he was just Everybody tripping. Everybody get your roll on. <laughs> but no, dude just really threw our whole night off just because I didn't want to give him my number. Okay. But at the end, he paid for everything. So let me ask you so that. you got oxtails. And so you got he, to curse the person out who gave you. Yeah, so he approached you about the number. How do you like for a man to approach you? 
I mean, do just, you even know? <laughs> he, he approached me the right way, but I just wasn't interested. He had there was mm-hmm. nothing wrong. He wasn't my type. And then what really threw me, he asked my best friend, he said, do you think that I'm ugly? She said, no, I don't find you ugly. You're not my type. He turned to me and said, I know I'm not ugly. I was just testing her. So he kind of had like a a very ego. And he wasn't an ugly guy. He wasn't my type. But he felt was some he type older? of way. He was probably about 40. <laughs> okay. And he was short, shorter than me. He just felt some type of way because I didn't find I didn't was throw he myself like old at man? him. No, you know, and he came with, I work at the railroads. I'm 30, no, he's 32. 32, no kids. Like, I'm, I'm a fucking trophy. I said, that's great. However, I don't care about how much money you make. You're just, like, physically not my type. So he said he a trophy. He's a trophy to women. So he had that type of attitude. But originally, he approached me just fine. He was just not my type. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can't uh. get mad because you're not somebody's type. And they don't, but I wasn't a bitch to be like, boy, fuck you. I was like, no, nah, I'm good, but thank you so much. And I even had a regular conversation until he started talking about how shitty black women were. Okay. But you didn't really answer the question. No. Nope. Like, how do you like for me and So just come and talk to me. Like, as but a regular that's person. That's what he did. Doing, I can't help because I didn't cuss him out because he talked to me. I cursed him out because he got offensive to me because I wasn't attracted to him. Man, I, I mean, if you. a girl approach you and just say, hey, you know, how you doing and have a conversation, you're not going to ignore her. But if she hits you with, so let me slide in your DMs, but you think she's ugly and you're not attracted to her, mm-hmm. you're not going to fuck with her on that level. But it's one thing to just have a plain conversation with somebody. Okay. I just don't think men can get mad because a woman don't find them attractive. I didn't take your drinks. I didn't take your stuff at first. I just won. We had a bar. We can chop it up. But don't damn tell me if I was a white boy. Bet your motherfucking ass want to talk to me now. That's you how know, y'all black you know, women do. You know where I, I think? Uh, I, I, don't, I, don't, I, I think. Um, I think this is. Um, and I wasn't. And just for the record, I wasn't even mean last night. I was damn near drunk. That's when I'm usually the nicest. Jimmy, learn how to approach Trees and going forward. What are you about yeah, to I think. Uh, I think the next thing that you might, I think, will be cool, is um, when they say some shit like that. Because he basically was just like having like a rejected response. He was like. Don't even give a fuck what he say. Like, no, because he was at that point when he know he wasn't gonna get no play. He was like, I'm gonna say something to try to tap dance on your nerve. Like, yeah, don't give him, don't give, don't give that motherfucker the benefit of knowing that you got a nerve he could tap because that'll hurt yeah, his feelings even more. Just I have to be a different because I have a thing about black men. I have a thing about anybody who talk down about black women. But the thing was, at first, yeah, my response was, was very hot, clear. It was yeah, that it, and that's a hot. I don't think you handled it wrong, but I'm just saying, don't let that. I don't let nobody know your hot button. Just I be didn't cool. get loud either. I didn't get ghetto. I just talked to him like this like the ne- and I even said the next time don't do that but like, now you're talking to him like he's slow. don't do that but he was like yes ma'am you right yes ma'am <laughs> you right and you know what he did let me get all them receipts and he paid for all that food and he apologized he felt bad fuck that <laughs> I'm disappointed Jimmy <laughs> one of my friends tickets was $43 <laughs> oh shit oh well there's a sucker born every minute <laughs> So, yeah, well, that was a lot of good shit happening yesterday. So, we're going to hop into a topic that was submitted by Anderson from South Carolina. <laughs> he had two that, uh, the first one was, niggas need a reason. Why do niggas need a reason to not focus on the shit they need to be doing? I don't feel like I worded it that way at all, but I guess I mean, that's what's, what's written here. Yeah, that's what you texted me. Do I need to summarize it or are you good? Go for it. I think I understand. Shoot your shot, Dad. Oh, you want her to leave it Yeah, what's yeah. 
Like niggas need a reason to like, not focus on the shit they need. Like to focus I feel on. like this is it. Like when niggas talk about when niggas start really talking about. I just realized about, too, not to cut you off, but to go ahead and cut you off. Yeah. <laughs> You're matching the microphones. That's pretty snazzy of you. Dope. Yeah, I like that. Carry on. Make sure you get a good goddamn picture of that, Marvin. Okay. <laughs> but um, I feel like niggas like when it, whether it comes to like Twenty One Savage or whether it comes to like R. Kelly or when it comes to like pimp pastors or whether it comes to like all of this bullshit motherfuckers instead of getting on their grind getting their check getting some motherfucking money staying out their way it's like it's more comfortable for you to fuck around and talk about some shit that you ain't gonna change you ain't gonna do shit about but you gonna bullshit and talk shit about that dumbass shit instead of getting your fucking money like why do niggas wanna do that shit baffle me and like and when I hear it People be like, why is he so quiet? I thought he was loud. I thought he likes to talk because I seen him DJ. Like, you're talking about stupid shit. Like, who gives a fuck about this shit? Like, why don't you But why, why is it wrong for people to want to have a discussion no, about stuff? No, it's not wrong. But I'm, we saying, I'm, talk, I'm talking about a specific group of people who are not about their shit. Like, instead of getting on their shit or their fucking grind, they're pissing in the wind talking about this shit. So if you, they take like, 15 or 20 minutes out of their day to talk about it, no, it makes like, them not no, on no. their shit? I'm talking about, it's overall, it's your life. If you got more in your life in terms of you can't talk about your own success, but you can talk about bullshit in another motherfucker's life, But what if they're just talking about the bullshit up. for the time Tracy, being? stop being defensive <laughs> about the fucking way no, you're I'm just, talking about. I'm not attacking it's you, not, No, not for me. I'm asking you, like, because I get what you're saying, but I'm saying, so what if it's a group that's, of niggas sitting around here? She's still at the pretty pearl. That's Jimmy. Yeah. Don't you Jimmy me now? No, I'm asking because I get what you're saying, and I guess I'm thinking, so like people who have no business about themselves who only sit around like, okay, and but look, talk look, about but, people but look, is what no, you're saying. Look, but think about it. Like, let me tell you, before before me, myself, is Merv did this podcast, mm-hmm. the same shit that we spoke on and how in the same disregard for a lot of subjects we speak on because we're obligated to. We didn't give a fuck about like when we were kicking it. We were talking about shit that we had going on and shit we wanted to do and how music and shit. we didn't right. talk. We didn't talk about oh man. So back that's in your the, question. Back in the day when I was in high school, I could have shot. But we ain't talk. We was okay. we was on it. So you feel me? We didn't talk about that bullshit. In that four hours, we didn't even know. So let's just say in the four hours that y'all were bullshit. talking about. Oh, Merv, what he got going, gym complex, music. What I got. So if a ten minute conversation, because I know he love rap. I know he loves yeah. music. So if he said, yeah, you seen that bullshit that went on, does that mean that he's not no, on his grind because he brought not. up a conversation? No, I, you, I, I, and again, that's a good question, but absolutely not. This but that's is what not, I was asking. Are you talking about no. people who literally don't do shit yes, but sit this around is, and This never. is your focus. Like, like, okay, that's what, that's like, what I was trying to you I can talk. You. Everybody has downtime where they do what I they know do. People everybody. Like, I know but, people so, what you're focusing but yeah, on. What I'm saying is you are the type of person that if somebody asks you about your own portfolio, they have nothing you have to say. Limited, you can't say shit, I got but you. you can break down everybody else's shit that you have. But you can't speak nothing. to yourself. Yeah. I got you. I know people like up. that. Yeah. I have I have. Now, everybody got time like to piss in the wind and shoot the shit and talk. That's cool, but I can guarantee you, most of the time, if we weren't just laughing, we weren't talking about that shit because most of it, we didn't give a fuck. Yeah, I know y'all don't Merv give will a tell fuck. you, when Merv was on season one, 90, 92% of the shit we talked about, Merv be like, I did not know anything about it. I, I didn't give a, f- I I didn't give a fuck about that. Tell me about it now. I'm, I'm going to catch up and give you right. my opinion. Because we, that was our, co- we didn't give a fuck about this bullshit. These flaw niggas, you're not stepping in front of us. Don't give a fuck about you. Don't give a fuck about any of that. 
Our own lives so, are hard enough. So it's the question: to get Why niggas do that? Why yeah, it's I, fucking I, a I flaw. Like, what, okay. What was the question? I mean, okay. I, I guess they don't have anything. <laughs> I feel like you answered it. If they don't have anything personal about themselves to talk like about, they gonna talk about. <laughs> I did go on other people's shit. <laughs> um, I would assume. But why do you do that? Why? Why? Because if I have nothing to speak of, like if I'm sitting here, if I was, if I didn't have anything personal going on, and I sat around talking to you, Mer, y'all are very intellectual people. Y'all talk about the stuff that's going on. If I have nothing to bring to the table about my personal self, oh, I'm gonna diverge the conversation and bring up some shit that's happening out just because I don't have nothing to speak about. I mean, I think it's simple I, like this, I, man. If I don't got nothing to talk about. What else I'm gonna talk about other than what's as, going on around me? As it said, people have said before. My life is your entertainment. So if people don't have shit going on for themselves, that's the way for them to feel like something's going on because they're vicariously living through either right. someone else wow. yeah. or somebody else's situations or the media and shit that they've seen. So I like that. I think yeah, because I vicariously live through the city girls. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> I can believe it. <laughs> you're an, I would say you're an Anderson City girl. No. Yeah. Not every everything that they rap about, I can't be about that life in well, full. I don't know everything they rap about. Yeah. You know, they rap about just going out, finding a nigga that's a scammer, getting with him, finding just the richest nigga and just flexing on him with his money, take all his money, fuck him till he ain't rich. I could never be that person. You can't do those things. No. I have a heart. I, I can't so talk to me, a person just me, because of their money. Proposition this but it sounds good. But if a nigga call, <laughs> start dissing black women, you, you could do it. I ain't give a fuck where you work at. You won't diss no black women on my goddamn, in so my let me, face. Let me, let me do this, because I'm always thinking about a chick. So, if you want to be the city girls that bad, let me down. I ain't say want to be them. I said, I just think it well, is hear me out. dope to be able to be able to have that Let dude me ghostwrite you, can, you a couple something. slutty-ass raps. And you want me to rap them? I got Slutty-ass raps. <laughs> Section 8, just slutty shit. And I want, I I want like you that. to rap you your ass. You shit. can call it Section 8 slut rap. Right. I like that <laughs> Just wrap your ass off now. We gonna buy you some slutty outfits. <laughs> Damn, hey nigga, that's a gold mine. That's but that's you know what's crazy? Gangsta, that's like the new gangster boot. But listen, let me tell you. Oh shit! But you know what? This what do we just call? I forgot. The, what was it? Slutty sex. Sex slutty slutty, slutty, slutty rap. But look, sex I bet y'all, if raps, city girls nigga. take off, give They've it to it. No, I, they off. have. But I mean, like you know, next look, I give it. They won't be rapping about the same thing. And this is the only reason why I say that. A lot of people, a lot of people relate them to Cardi. If you are a real Cardi fan and hear her mixtapes before now, most of her stuff say, "I'm a bitch that suck dick and get money all day." Like that's the type of she was nasty, just like the City Girls. Once she came out with Bodak Yellow, when she dropped her next tape, she came out to a whole. She's not rapping about I'm just out here sucking dick. Like literally, if you listen to her whole mixtape, that's why they'll never be a little Kim. It's just crazy because Lil Kim, no matter what, she rapped about fucking somebody else, nigga, sucking dick. I'm finna ride Joe Carter go across town to go and fuck this other nigga. And that's it. But I'm saying, city girls get them if they make that mark, they gonna switch over, and then it's gonna become the rap about what how they got it out the mud. I think it's just like the man, baby walking around in the, the diaper. Booth, man. I don't know. Dude, if we, yeah. And he, are, you, are, he, are you are you down with doing some Section Eight slut rap? Let's do Section Eight slut rap. I mean, I'm I'm not about the so life, but I'll just just <laughs> EBT <laughs> rap. We'll cameo. We'll cameo. We'll cameo you on my album Petty for a Purpose that is coming out early 2019. P O P. P O P. There's a makeup artist named Pretty on Purpose. P O P. Pop. 
is the well, name of her I, thing. There, I was, I was Petty Four. Oh yeah, I don't PFP. know what the hell you talking about. <laughs> I don't know, I don't know, no Yo, is that a Slurpee? <laughs> <laughs> she got a fucking forty ounce. It's forty four. Motherfucking forty four ounces of Dr. So Pepper. Forty four ounces. Yo, Dr. That's, Pepper. that's damn. That might be worse than a forty ounce of beer. This you could have just got a fucking Billy D and been better off than this bitch, and at least got a buzz. I grabbed the wrong cup. <laughs> you got the sugar rush and shit. At least got a buzz. <laughs> forty-four hours. Yeah. Tracy, so next time we're gonna. Hey, when we do the when we do the power hour, Tracy, I'm gonna bring you a forty. Will you drink a forty if we do a power hour? I don't. I don't. It's beer, yeah, right? Do that. I don't drink beer. Hey, normally, this is no. For I can't the pie, take this, this is for the culture. I can't take the taste of beer. Jolly it makes Rancher. me vomit. <clears throat> yeah, I'm not a beer fan. But listen, I want y'all opinion on Liam. Neeson. What, what the Am I saying his last name right? What did he do? Yes, Liam okay. Neeson. So what he did was he did an interview, and he said he wanted to apologize, and they asked him for what, and he basically said that a while back, one of his good friends, she was a white lady, was um, assaulted and raped in her home, and it was by <laughs> a black man. They never caught him. He said for a week straight, he went to black neighborhoods with like a gun and like a bat and he admitted to he went out waiting for a black man to aggressively come at him so he could attack them he said i feel bad but he wanted to get it off his chest you know and let people know that he has been having this on his chest and he just felt bad but he's not a racist so kind of they've been conflicting kind of it's a difference wanting justice, but his statement was I wanted any black man to yeah. be aggressive towards me so that I could be violently t- violent towards them and hurt them on behalf of my friends. So it's just oh, a big. It. Does he still feel that way? He says he doesn't feel that way now. I'm about he to say, understands show me in his direction. He I says he understands his point of admitting it because he wanted to openly apologize for his inner thoughts. Um, and he was just basically saying, you know, I don't feel oh, that I, way I, now, but. Okay. Why was it? Liam Neeson got a mixtape coming out. Yeah, I got it. So here's how I feel. I think people got once again their panties tightened up and acted like big old bitches (laughs) because I guarantee you. And look, I challenge. And look, I'm not gonna just give away any any black secrets. This is not Medea, but I guarantee (laughs) this. White people, check this out. Peep this. I guarantee you, every black person you met or known at one point have experienced racism so bad. That they were like, I don't give a fuck who it is. I'm waiting for a white motherfucker to check me. Whether right. it's whether it's at a checkout, whether you step across and step on my motherfucking Puma at a Walmart, I'm at the moment today. At this moment, I will blow the fuck up on you like it's 19 fucking right. 72. Every black person had done it at one moment in their life. It might have been 30 years ago. It was I, when I watched 12 Years a Slave. White people, you're welcome. But that's that's how that's what I said. Cause somebody asked me about. It. I said I feel like I've when I watch the racist ass movies, I literally say I'm about to go to work and smack the fuck out of a white person yeah. today. And they had nothing to do with it. It's just the fact of watching it on TV. And I said yeah, that's you, just like when I see one police officer. I know the bullshit they done. Fuck twelve. Yeah. I don't fuck with he the was, cops. He was honest. He was enough to mad. Admit it. He, he but I thought it was done. What the bullshit. fuck did you tell anybody just, for? Nobody knew your fucking inner thoughts. If you was tripping, I, I, I talk think to he, the I, fucking I, I, therapist. I mean, that was probably stupid of him to say. But he wanted to express himself on in the world and in, in a sensitive ass world. You're gonna be scrutinized. So yeah. I think you guys are getting your panties in a bunch I, over I nothing. Agree. Shut Liam, the fuck up. just do fucking movies and shut the fucking fuck up, and then you'll be better <laughs> off for it. <laughs> 
Yeah, because if I see another, if I watch 12 Years of Slavery tonight, when you I see go what to you work, got for I this? might smack the you shit out of somebody. You see what you get for sharing and talking about black people? Yeah, shut the fuck up, Gucci. You're fuck around and never get a chance to go to Brooklyn and see how the fuck awesome <laughs> that shit is. Niggas going to just want to rue your ass out of there. Just shut the fuck up. I think right now, it's a sin- you Do see a everybody going in. They, they own Gucci ass for this fucking stupid ass shirt that they made. Listen. So I was talking to them, uh, shout out Jen too. I was talking to her about this shit damn yesterday. Just so, support your black owned fucking boutiques and stop shopping right. with them motherfuckers. You won't have to worry about them making these stupid ass shit anyway. So here's my take on that. And I think Anderson kind of touched on that when we talked about the whole H&M thing. Did I? Do y'all motherfuckers not really think that the marketing team didn't see this shit before it came out? Fast. But their thoughts was, okay... We push the envelope a little bit at a time, a little bit. Let's see what we can slide by before somebody will feel offended and say something. Had nobody said nothing, they would have never been like, oh, yeah, we made a mistake. But the fact that people called it and got offended is like, oh, we, yeah, we see how that could have been. Like, motherfucker, you they saw that at the damn table. Yo, like, I've yo. always felt like when that happened with the whole H&M thing. If you, like, literally, I don't, I mean, not saying, I can't afford it. So let's just put it out there. But even if I could, I honestly would always rather shop with local black boutiques but and shop too. with black owned boutiques because um, they have amazing Not clothes. to shut you down, but you need to be shut down. <laughs> <laughs> so somebody was saying like, yo, um, T.I. said some real shit. Like, yeah, I like how he stepped up. Set. Get the fuck out he of here. Because all he about to do now, well, but I saw what, a nigga last night with a cool shirt on. I no, but I'm saying that's what, what his post said. His post was referring to shot with niggas like me because I'm no. black on with my own clothing line. But then you see this nigga, he got on Louis and shit. So all you go do is stop spending your money with one white company and go to the next and go one. to the next one. Right. So just shut the fuck up. But like, that's what that I was saying. On, on Netflix, he has a series that I, I I just got put on and I watched like yeah. one episode and then I was busy. I was moving. So, but what he did. For 72 hours, he was like, everything he does, it has to be all black. So this nigga, like, he was like, he couldn't catch Ubers. Like, he had to, he, he barely found, like, a black taxi services to get around. He was walking mostly. He couldn't eat, because even black-owned restaurants, he, they got their shit from white farms. So it was oh, like, no. he, would, he was, I mean, and just just broke down clearly, like, how hard, even with money, like, to do shit, to even eat. The, to the clothes, I mean, I can because eventually the, a white person little, go, possibly can come in and place somewhere. I mean, they're distributors. All of the shit. I mean, like the drugs, the uh, the dispensaries. I mean, that's very. I mean, the dispensary game is, is, yeah. is a lot of money, but th- this as and I don't, the numbers may have changed, but it's less than ten percent black owned dispensaries. In the world where the states is the shit is legalized, right. they're not. We're not. We are the consumers. We're not the. We are not the wholesalers. Even even so, what you're and when you put it in that concept, that means the motherfucker that you call the plug probably is it's not. It's not the, the plug. plug, right? But and the not thing is, and that's why they're like within Anderson or within plug. Greenville. There's usually a post. I know y'all don't usually go on Facebook, but. You know, usually once a year, somebody makes a post from Greenville and says, all black business owners, drop your names. And I always screenshot it and try my best to shop with them people and try my best to do business with them. And then some people make ass of themselves and don't do the business etiquette correctly. Let me tell you why that shit ain't going to work either. Um, And I was was having this conversation again yesterday because it came up. I was talking to uh, 
Arik, Justin Arik. So, um, he big on the films and the videos and shit around here. So, he was just telling me a story, and um, he was like, yeah, man, like, I love networking. And um, we was just kind of talking about how the culture is around here and how motherfuckers be like, you know, this is what I do. This is this is me. This is mine. This is mine. Yeah. People don't want to mix and share resources. So this is a successful white guy. They call him Jesus with the camera because he has that look. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So um, he was saying like he saw, and he didn't call his name, but he was like he saw like a a, a videographer had posted some shit. The dude has nowhere near the clout that this guy has. You know what I mean? And he was just like, hey, I like them lights that you use in the video. Like, where did you get those at? And he was like, I'm the only one around here with those lights. And he was like, okay, yeah, like I, I like them. Went and tell him where he got them from. Yeah. He had to go and find them. And, you know, he was just saying he didn't understand why I was like that. And I told him, I was like, man... I'm a black man, but to keep it real, that's what black people do. And yeah. so I was asking my homegirl yesterday, and she was like, us as black people, we don't understand. Like, we don't go back and, and, and look at our culture because she does a lot of missionary work. She said that when she goes to Africa, you might have one village, they raise pineapples. Another village, they do sweet potatoes. Another village do corn. And what they do Take some of my sweet potatoes, take some of my corn, take some of my pineapples. We're all going to eat. That's the goal. Right. We're all going to eat. It don't matter who raised what, we're going to eat. But we got away from that, and now it's just like, nah, this is mine. This is mine. And that's how black business is. If you get people who got a business, niggas go look and be like, man, I don't want to see him doing better than me, so I ain't buying none of his shit. Or, man, what that nigga got going on? Like... It's, mm-hmm. a, it's sickening. You it know is. what I'm saying? Really? I experience that with when I go through with makeup. You know, because I just I always talk. I like to keep my makeup done and buying mm-hmm. hair. So when I see and I ask people like, oh, you know, well, where did you get this highlight? Oh, you know, it's just something from my personal, you know, my personal thing. They never want to tell you. They only want you to just come to come to them and spend your money with just them. They want to tell you so you learn how to do it yourself. Right. That is honestly why I go to Pound Cake a lot. Not only does he teach every upcoming, if you want to go and learn how to do makeup, he brings you, because he does have a little clout, mm-hmm. a little bit for makeup. So when he see upcoming makeup artists and he does pop-up shops, he pick one random person, come with me. I'm going to help you do your brows better. Let me help you do your makeup better. Because in his mind, if he can come up, he can help the rest of the makeup artists in Greenville come right. up. You know what I'm saying? But you, you, you I played his song last night. Did you? Yeah, I you 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 right though, cause it's it's just horrible. That's how that's why ain't nobody taking off in Anderson uh, or Greenville with music, cause they just so self centered. You guys are drinking centered. enough, so what the fuck? It fuck? ain't even like really about that. Like as far as it just outside of music, man, it's just people. And I had another artist who had hit me up. He was like, man, like I just feel like I'm kind of stagnant, man. He was like, I think we should team up. I'm like, man, I'm I'm cool with it. People just they look at it like that, like. I don't want to collaborate with him. Yeah. I don't want to do this with her. I got like, too many followers on Instagram. Yeah. And that's you know, what a lot of people tell me. They're like, I got, you know, so because we're working on doing a promotional calendar. I'm helping Millie with TCM. He want to do a big promotional calendar. And some of the people that you reaching out to, like I told him, I said, I don't know if everybody's going to be on board to want to put their business into this calendar and, you know, promote their business. And some people want to get paid. Oh, I need to get paid for me to be in the calendar. And I'm 
Okay, you know. you know, I understand, but this is a calendar that we're trying to reach out to a thousand different people. If you put in your services in right. here, putting possibly like, a, you know, one of the girls, one right. girl is putting like $10 off of makeup. So if a thousand people got this, you got a different type of clientele that's about to come at you because you're giving you, you $10 face off of faces. Because we talking about the realm of support, some real shit. One of my uncles who passed away, rest in peace, told me, he was like, when motherfuckers just say that they don't like someone or something and they can't even say why they're really hating something about themselves that yeah. they can't actively express. It's believable. Like when you just like, I don't like that motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Why? I don't even know. I don't know. I just don't like that nigga. That's really a reflection yeah. of an insecurity in yourself. And motherfuckers are insecure, dude. It is not hard to show love, man. It's so simple. And it's so easy. Because all of that cap that you're doing, all of that hating that you're doing, nine times out of ten, if you do that shit, you don't want to see about the repercussions of that shit. If you do that shit 60, 50, 40, or more percentage of the time when you talk, you don't want to see the back end of the niggas you hating on on the internet. You don't want to do that. This is just what you do because going back to what we talked about earlier in the podcast, you ain't on your shit. Yeah, and another thing, we got a future guest that's coming up. Um, yes. Damn, he 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 does a lot of work around the Greenville community, and uh, he's been trying to plug me in with some people on some business shit. But he was telling me about, so he's a photographer and he's putting together like this docu series. So he went to again, he's all about I want to support black. Went to this black business and was like, hey, you know, I see you, you got an urban clothing line. I'm a fan. I like what you're doing. Um, I wanted to see if I could take photos of your brand, use it for my docu-series, all free. Nah, I have uh, uh, people that I work with, you know, just shut it down immediately. So he saw this white lady who makes these expensive pocketbooks. <laughs> like, she sells the shits for like 500 like, and always buying them out, people buying them. Downtown Greenville, she got a storefront. So he went to her, same scenario. First, like, hey, can we get up and meet? Now, mind you, the black person wouldn't even take the meeting. It all had to be online. Yeah, hit me on my DM, all that bullshit. White lady, hey, let's meet for coffee. Sit down. Tell me what you want to do. Told her, you know, like, can I take it? I don't believe in free work. He was like, well, I just, what's your price? Told her the price. No, this is what I'm going to pay you. Offered him a whole lot more. He didn't even want nothing because he knew it was just a benefit for him to get the exposure by taking the pics. And he was just like, bro, it's just sad. You know what I'm saying? We don't get it as black people. Like, the shit's sad, bro. Like, it is. It's real sad, you know. Like, but And it's horrible. It's not going to change. It's just going to get worse because the more people level up, the more other people going to want to damn take your level down. That yeah. is the reality of it. You know, because just take on some simple shit. We see niggas, and it was last night, like, I heard a nigga hating, you know what I'm saying? And I and I don't know, like, dude, because I didn't know dude who had the party. So we walking out the club, damn, um, and the nigga had, I don't know if it was his whip or what, or, you know, but he, he's sitting in an Aston Martin. Um, no, it was, no, it was a Maserati. That's what it was. And, um... Me and my homeboy just come in and, boy, that shit clean. And my homeboy was like, man, that shit sound good, too. Then this nigga go come from the back like, damn, niggas rent whips for their birthday? Like, 
niggas just hate on anything. Oh, like, yeah. we don't know if this nigga rented it. We don't know if it's his. Like, you know, it could have been his and shit. And if I did rent it, that's my business. Like, just <laughs> normal shit. I heard some bitches hating at the bar. Like, she need to lay her edges down. Like, how you gonna have a soul in you? I'm like, that's just, what the fuck well, we doing? Yeah. You know? I mean, you just got to look at your scale because, I mean, bitch, while you sitting there <laughs> talking about this motherfucker and what her eyelashes is not doing, you know what you are not? You are not sending VIP in any motherfucking club, including the one we're at right motherfucking now. So somebody over in that section could be saying that shit about your stupid white-headed ass. But I can't say. But you know, you do have to think about it. Like when women look at it, I do hit it. And I think like, why does that even matter to you? But if I do see something real stupid in the club, I will make the statement. Her friends let her come outside like that. And I mean him by... Some real, Yo, but that ain't what you lean with. Like, as yeah. soon as you walk in, like, this bitch. No, no, no. You know but you know, mean? if I'm sitting back and I'm about got drunk and you see the girl with the see through stuff on, oh, just yo, looking disgusting. Oh, crack jokes. Yeah. Why yeah, the fuck? Yeah. Where's her friend? And you know the type of you know the type of nigga that really, really, really ain't <laughs> shit. You know, if like you talking in a group, like it could be a group of any four or five mm-hmm. people. You don't even have to know all of them. And then like somebody come up and you know dap and then they like I'm out, man. And then that one dude leave. And everybody get quiet and that motherfucker like, yeah, you know that bitch ass nigga. So like, that motherfucker, like, as soon as that nigga leave, like, oh, suck ass nigga. You know what this nigga did? Like, that's the nigga that's I'm the like. That's the nigga to watch. I, I don't fuck with fuck you. With you. Cause uh-uh. as soon as I leave, your bitch ass gonna have something to say about me. I yeah. know. What happened, man. I'm ready to go. Yeah, I should have been yeah. talking you sons of bitches anyway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nigga, I, that shit happened one time with my sister. Damn, her and her husband was talking shit. <laughs> about my brother and his wife <laughs> So they <clears throat> They had been on the phone And you know how the phones operate Like the house phones You think you be that hung up And that shit ring back And now that shit had They came back And they ain't hang up They was just sitting there listening And they were talking like Yeah Hadn't they called Ben repossessed And then they want to ask to borrow money You know what I'm saying Like all that bullshit So the next family dinner They was like yeah, what's wrong with y'all? Y'all been acting kind of funny. Like, yo, we heard what y'all was saying on the phone. <laughs> and then they got mad. Like, that was the privacy of our own home. Why y'all didn't hang up? So they put it back on them. Like, it's y'all's fault for it's not hanging fault, up. Like, we talk shit. Never acknowledging, like, you shouldn't have just been not talking shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you shouldn't have been. That's the easier way. It's so much easier to blame other people. Let me ask you this. So if you butt dial somebody, you go hang up or you just go stay on and be like, what the fuck? If somebody butt dial me, I listen. Oh my God. Of course you will. No, I'm going to. It depends. Let me, let me say, it depends. If you butt dial me, I'm going to immediately hang up because I don't care what's in your background. (laughs) If I was in a relationship and my boyfriend butt dial me, I'm probably going to listen for about five or ten minutes. That's fair. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I'm I'm not going to say, no, I'm going to hang up. And I'm gonna be honest. I know there are some women that will, what the fuck but there's a lot of motherfucking women who won't. What the fuck this nigga be talking about? But you know what? Motherfuckers can be game tight and do that hurt. fake butt dial, and then they can the just dog, set you up <laughs> and be a motherfucker could do that shit. That's some real player shit, like a butt dial, and then you know, really a female would do it. This well, fake. I have done but that about you, ten you or fifteen times. You're going back. 10 episodes cut me off and no, shit. No, I was agreeing. Well, I've shit, I've well. done I have pretended that I've butt down, but I really called you so you can listen to what I'm saying in the <laughs> yeah, background. And then I have like, done that. And then be like, yeah, and I, I say, love I'm this person. And I'm going to call him and I'm going to hype him up that like, or either if I really want to make you mad, I'm going to talk about another nigga. Just go along with it. Oh and I pretend God. to butt down you. 
I have done I, that I, shit. No, before. well, I'm talking about well, that that's petty and that's <laughs> not tactful. I'm talking about girls who be like, oh, I just I love him and he's oh, I can't fuck with giving dudes like a false sense of security because she was like she purposely butt dialed you or yeah. a dude. I mean, there's probably not many guys who. Are, that detail to do some dumb. I've shit I've done like a that. lot of shit. I but have you're created, a woman. Yeah, but I created. Men a, don't. Men don't get that creative. But for men who yeah, may have shit. done it, they just butt fake butt down. <laughs> Man, I love her. Fake she's so down. she's so pretty and yeah, they uh, do dumb shit. You know, I'm, I just respect her. I yeah, just men aren't that her. creative. Um, not saying y'all are like dumb. I'm but saying now you watching? Y'all, they're not. I mean, no, hold me, your tongue. Listen, let me say this better. Men are not that petty because I can tell you a few years ago. With my ex, I created a whole fake Twitter account, like with a with his name. No, 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 with a girl, and I and I did this this girl. She wasn't too fake looking. She looked real. I got pictures of like her, her friends, and everything. And I would just tweet like a bunch of freaky stuff because I knew that's what attracted him. And I followed him after I had about two hundred followers. I took about two weeks to set him up. And I would just tweet like, dang, I wish I could just have somebody doing this and I wish I could have a threesome. So eventually he dropped off in her DMs and we talked for about a week. And I said, well, I'm finna get a room. Meet me at Haywood Mall. Oh, my God. At this time, he didn't have his car. Car was in the shop. He texted me and was like, babe, let me use your car. I'm finna run to the Haywood Mall and get some shoes. <laughs> I said, oh, for real? Bad. So he literally writing back, okay, I'm going to get there at about 4. He had told me he wanted to get my car about 2. I said, okay, cool, cool. So he got my car, went to the Haywood Mall. My homegirl was already on standby. We went to the Haywood Mall. I told him to meet me in the food court. I knew it was you the whole time. I already, no fuck you, didn't know it was me. You drove my car to come up here to go fuck another bitch. That you thought you knew, and it was me, yo, bitch ass nigga. Well, technically, you were another bitch. Somebody <laughs> no. else, so y'all should just fucked and went nah. back to the Yeah, you should have. Yeah, that would have. That really would have fucked him up better. Like, yo, he nah. really look, look. He that played that wrong. Bogus. When you when you get older, then you, you'll peep this shit out. If you would have fucked him and said nothing. That and just acting like, bogus. like in your mind, if you would have acted like you were the other person, like that personality, that would have scared the shit out of that nigga. The fact that you ain't <laughs> blow up and you just gave some pussy and it was cool. I should have said, like, I'm, that's, this my name. He was just so thrilled. He even went and buy, bought the Jordans that he swore he was coming up there to buy. <laughs> he had no intentions of buying these shoes. But, yeah. Jeez, a, you need to knock it the fuck off. Yeah, I was 23. I may have been 22. I was definitely, I would so not waste my time and do that now. You're, you're seven years behind. You should have been doing that shit at 22. Well, I was, you know, by the time I was 17 and shit, I was in a long-term relationship. And I hope you understand by you saying all this shit on the podcast, you just making niggas scared to be in a relationship with your ass. I don't give a fuck. They're going to have to be on eggshells yeah. all the time. Like, they're gonna be like, yep, that, that fuck steps cute, but, but see, I know she's gonna thing, get a bank account yeah, she and she's gonna try shit. me. Now, Ew. now what I'm gonna do with the real bitches be trying me. I don't well, know. Well, see, the thing is now, after just from experience, I'm gonna just ask you, and if I feel like you lying, I'm gonna just leave. That's a good dude. That's a good I have point. kind of grown out of that stage. If you lying, then shit. I'm gonna just excuse myself before I catch a body. Okay. So Last topic, Anderson that, that submitted. Fuck that, that, that sugar got you turned up now. You got like 40 ounces of goddamn black pepper. You didn't really perked up. I see you fucked up. Um, and my stomach hurt. 
<laughs> that, that, yeah, that'll happen. When you set that cup on, it literally moved the whole table. <laughs> 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 that was fucked. big ass speak shit. I've never even seen him in there. Like, that's 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 big that's that bitch is bigger than a big goat, nigga. She got a big motherfucking swig. Man. Did you have a oh, shout out? Did you see the shout out Dante game? Uh, yeah, I did. The oh. shout out to Dante, man. You know how to close it. Hey, man, if you listening, I know you are, man. Hit me. I'm, I want a beanie. I'm you a ain't going to get it because I've been asking for a motherfucking shirt for about a month. I would, I would, I would get one, but I don't wear beanies. You right. What You know what? 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 Y'all will get y'all's yeah. before that motherfucker give me mine. I'm Give me that beanie. I'm going to wear it on the podcast so Fuckstep can be super Because what did he say? It. I'm either on the far left or the far right, but never in the middle. Yeah, fuck you, beanie, but love bro. you, Dante. Yeah, give I, me my I, shirt. I fuck with black, Dante, man. brown, green. Don't even matter. Just give me one. Give me I'll one too. That. I freak that shit. Right. Last topic was. Um. When did you? What did you say? When did you dog. know selling dope? <laughs> <laughs> selling dope was not not for you. <laughs> When did, yeah, yeah, I guess you could say with doing any street shit wasn't. For I have you done or. nothing street. Mm. I haven't okay. sold ass. I so haven't away, Anderson. Who's your type? Selling ass even street? I feel like uh, yeah. <laughs> she walking the street. Yeah, I guess, man. I like you know. At no point in my life have I ever, ever, ever even thought or considered myself to be like a trap nigga or a street nigga. But at several points in my life, I always. <laughs> And we could talk about it now freely on the podcast. I was an opportunist. Mm. And um, one of the things that I did, like, because, I, again, I, I wasn't trapping. Like, okay. when, I was in, um, when I was in Louisiana prior to the hurricanes, after I had, you know, partied on it, damn near every campus I could in South Carolina and went to Clemson for, like, five years, mm-hmm. um, I, would, I would boldly just be like, you know what, you know, I'm going to make a play. I'm just going to. Get get a really really low, low overhead from Louisiana, okay. and I'm not gonna go to the trap. I'm gonna go to college towns. I'm gonna go to campus, and I'm gonna break this motherfucker down, mm. like all the way down. And when I realized this shit wasn't for me, and it was a bad idea, is after I did it like three four times, and I got comfortable, you know, because I was taking that's a twelve hour drive mm. from Louisiana to South Carolina, so that's interstate trafficking with any controlled substance that you have over an ounce. So that's concurrent felonies in every state you go through. So act like you fucking know if you're trying to, you know, play around with any of this bullshit. I kept that in mind, but what I did as I'm, I'm driving back, and I'm winning. This was homecoming, so I didn't, I didn't have a ball. I didn't fucking DJ'd. I didn't fucking broke it down. I didn't did a jug. I felt great. So I got a six-pack of beer. I'm riding, <laughs> I'm riding through fucking Miss, I'm riding through Mississippi. Oh, I was in Alabama, about to hit Mississippi. I got my contacts. I was partying all night, so I got my big thick. Thank God, my big thick Coke bottle glasses because I'm basically blind. Okay. I had these glasses on. I got a do rag on covering my hair. I'm doing 65 and 55. This cop. Now, mind you, this is back in the day. This is when I was in college and shit. Nigga, this is before MP3 players and all that shit was really popping. iPhones, all that shit. I had the big book of CDs, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. With the sleeves, with the whole back that broke off and the spine. So I had that shit. Long story short, this cop pulled me over. I'm, uh, I just opened the beer. I put it back in the six-pack. I'm throwing CD sleeves all over just to come, kind of blatantly kind of cover it. But if you look, you can see and you'll find it. Okay. He pulled me over. I'm freaked the fuck out. 
terrified, nervous. Like I still have a quarter pound of indecency, you know, in the back, and I'm fucking up. So, long story short, um, he let me go. I talked, and it was cool. And I got he took me out of the car, but I he, he didn't search it. But after that, I was like, nigga, I'm fucking up. I got whole beer bottles in this motherfucker riding dirty through states and doing all this dumb shit. Like, I'm just trying to get through a couple loans and make a couple plays to survive while I'm putting, you know, putting my shit on in school. While I'm trying to make it just survive. So that's when I realized that, you know, I, again, I never thought I was a dope boy, but I realized like certain opportunities were not the best for me. Do we have extra time? Because you ain't even get a chance to really speak on it, but it's like 39 seconds. You know what I'm saying? Um, <clears throat> I just realized some other shit too. Damn, homie, uh, <clears throat> my bad. I'm trying to find his name. Um, sent me his shit like last week, and I was supposed to have his song featured on the podcast this week. My bad, homie. Got to next week. Y'all keep me honest on that. Um, his name is AZ. So next week we got the song lined up. I forgot he had sent me that shit. Shout and, out AZ. We're going to show you love. Yeah, and you. I told him that I have his shit on this week. So my fault. We'll get you next week, though. Word. But, um, yeah, so uh, did you did you really answer? Like, what age were you when you I didn't know <laughs> age. That, that just what I realized. I guess the, the age. Trapping wasn't for you? Uh like I said, I qualified. I don't know if it was traffic or not, but when I realized it wasn't for me, uh, I banged my head on the wall a couple of times, but I'd definitely say early 20s. And, you know, okay. Maybe, you know, yes. Yeah, I would kind of say that when, uh, <clears throat> yeah, I went to jail, um, I really kind of realized that. But, you know, we've kind of reached our peak here um, <laughs> because, <laughs> you know, we do it, we, we have to do adulting. For the rest of the day, and parenting Indeed. and shit. So, um, shout out Dante. I appreciate you watching, but uh, yeah, get my shit. We're gonna go ahead. Fuck and get her shit, Dante. Kinda, Make sure you get mine. Well, let me see. Well, let me, kind of shut down. We shutting down. Can you close us out? I can if you stop fucking talking and let me be. <laughs> uh, not to interrupt, but to interrupt. Um, we want more music submissions. Uh, what's your man name? Az. Az. We got you next week. I'm looking forward to hearing your product and giving you candid <laughs> feedback about it, good or bad. Um, we want all topics. You want to hear it. You want to know why we're talking about it. You want to give us some a different angle to talk about. I say podcast uh, on Facebook as well as IG. All one word. I say podcast. Give us topics. Give us music. Give us content. Also send your music. All music. Send it to bookdjrain at gmail.com with your stinking ass nigga. Uh, on behalf of Mervbo. Tracy B, who's high as fuck off 44 ounces of Dr. Pepper, <laughs> big swigging, is the truth. Uh, and DJ Rain, I'm um, signing out and saying uh, we'll see you. Ew.